Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Superman podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Hi, pals. It's time for the mail. I'm Al. I am Maggie. And like I said, we're here to answer your mail. Yes. Of which there is some. Yes, thank you. Yeah. We appreciate your mail. Yeah, we really do. Mm-hmm. Um, Otherwise, we just have to sit here and talk to each other. Ugh. I was going to make an awful joke, and now I'm kind of locked in because I'm, I'm telling you I was going to make the awful joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say, uh, thank you for your female. <laughs> your female. You are. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Pretty terrible, right? Uh-huh. But since I said it was terrible. Well, it's always nice to hear from a male. That makes it great. Yeah, hey, I'm a minority now. Mm-hmm. Amanda did mention to me, like, um, you better let Maggie talk because now you're talking over a woman. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, thanks a lot. Thanks. <laughs> like, I've always tried anyway, but mm-hmm. now. Those episodes, the episodes we do with Brian are going to come off real bad. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. I'm kidding, Brian. I love you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. do you want to do you want to talk any final thoughts about Superman before we crack into the mail? That's, I mean, that's typically how we do this. I mean, I liked it. I'm glad. Yeah. You know, I'm glad we're moving on to something else now. It had sort of, you know, it it was time for it to be over. I I mean, that's how it felt. Like the writers felt too. Mm-hmm. It really did. You know, I remembered there being about. 50% great episodes and 50% largely forgettable episodes. I did not realize it was stacked so heavily, like, so that most of the great ones happened in the first half. And yeah. The forgettable ones. Have, I don't think there were any truly bad ones. But oh, no. There were many forgettable ones, though. Yeah. It's just, like, nothing that really, you know, not, not a whole lot that, like, stood out as, like, a real, you know. Yeah, no. And you and I have notoriously terrible memories, so, like, if you ask us- true. In two weeks, like what our favorite—I mean, people might be asking us now what our favorite episodes were, and we might not remember. But yeah. especially once we started a new series. Okay, I wanted to ask you this about Batman. Oh God, um, Batman. Which one was he? Yeah, guy with the I ears, mean, right? Like video games. Thankfully, thankfully, that's not a problem for you. You're never no. going to forget that. Like you will, you know, you will, you will get full on like TV conked on the head amnesia, and you'll still know who Batman. Oh is. yeah, not a problem. Who's president? Batman. I mean, I wish. Uh huh. And I've seen, and we will see in in future Justice League episodes, uh, uh, horrible, harsh alternate realities where Batman is allowed to be in charge of people, and it's a fascist uh, dystopia. Mm-hmm. And I would still prefer that fascist dystopia to this one. Still better. Yeah. I mean, our president's still a superhero that way. Mm-hmm. That hasn't happened since uh, since Obama left in 2016. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he hung out with Spider Man after. Known all. friend of Spider Man. Uh huh. I'm not friends with Spider Man. I yeah. wish I was. Yeah. The good Spider Man, like, like but Miles, also or like a lot. You know? No, not not Peter. No. Maybe like Miles. Mm-hmm. I'd be fine. Spider Gwen. Yeah. You know, one of the good, one of the, like, look, Peter's my favorite Spider Man, but like, you know, one of the stable ones is what I mean. Pete, we're supposed to see a movie. Yeah, but I had to save Aunt May again. Oh my God! Can this woman not take care of herself? How many heart attacks has she had? What, like this week? Um, I don't know, cause. When she was dating Doc Ock, he did some weird experiments, and now she's got like eight hearts. So, <laughs> and they're, they're always all stopping, at- and they're all attacking at the same time. Uh huh. I meant for them to attack Spider Man. Mm hmm. 
Thanks. Thanks, Otto. Uh-huh. Good job. Let's turn to the camera now and say, Otto Octavius, what a terrible name. Hey, I'm doing my best over here. Is that what you sound like? This is my new Otto voice. Mm. Actually, years ago on our sketch comedy show, when you uh, when you played Dr. Octopus, that's pretty close to the voice you did yep, for him. basically. He was a little too, I heard that one recently. He was a little too monarch for my taste now. Yeah. And that he we was talked about my impression the of the monarch. We talked about it at the time, though. Mm-hmm. Wait, you heard it recently? Yeah, I don't remember what I was doing. I played like I listened to some like old sketches. Oh well, good luck with all that. Uh huh. <laughs> all right, gross. Uh, let's let's open some mail. How about that? All right. This one comes from Jesse. Hi, Jesse. Jesse says, "Dear Maggie and Al, Hi. first of all, I just want to say congratulations to Maggie for living your truth, and I'm really glad you have loving, supportive people in your life. Thank you. It's awesome. What must that be like? I'm kidding. I kid. Hey, Secondly, I love another. You. What's that? I love and support you. Well, I love and support you, too. But, you know, I wanted to make a shitty joke. (laughs) Secondly, another congratulations as you close out another chapter in the DCAU. I'm really interested in moving forward to Batman Beyond since Mm. I never got into it the first time it aired, uh, but I'm more than happy to give it another shot. Are there any blind spots in this podcast project that either of you are curious about? I don't think I've seen Static Shock or the Zeta Project either. Glory to you and your house, Jesse. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about Static Shock. I know that. Yeah, I I know nothing about it, and Dwayne. I have only seen the episodes that cross over. Like Amanda and I did a pass through the DCAU a few Mm. years ago, and it was like I was looking at a list somewhere online. I was like, "Well, I don't know if I want to watch this whole unfamiliar series because this is one of those I want to watch some comfort food familiar Mm -hmm. stuff." But you know what? Green Lantern I think shows up once, and Batman shows up a couple times, and like I'll watch those, and they they were all right. Mm -hmm. I'm. I'm excited for the writing, because that was Dwayne McDuffie's baby, and yep. that guy was great. I will say, I know for a fact, having seen it, like a couple episodes, the animation is much less than than the others. Oh, uh, well, that's not like, great. Yeah. Uh, kids WB giving like probably less of an animation budget to the um, the one for the kids of color. That's, uh-huh. that's a good look. Yeah. But we'll talk about not that. Not surprising, though, unfortunately. <laughs> I suppose not. At least, they, at least they greenlit it. That is something. Yep. But I honestly don't know the story behind that, and mm-hmm. I hope I remember to do a little research when we get there, because I'm kind of interested. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know shit about the Zeta Project. I know when he showed when Zeta shows up on Batman Beyond, but that's it. I haven't seen any of that show. Yeah, I'm looking, I am also looking forward to the Zeta Project, because I think the Zeta Project is very funny. I, I know you do, and I, I'm not sure I understand that, but that has been our dynamic since the beginning, so that's funny. He, he's a robot who doesn't know what love is. Yeah, we've already... And he wants we've... this girl to teach him. I feel like we've covered that. Also, isn't that just a, like a, fuck, who is it? I want to know what love is. Whose song is that? I want you to sh- I don't know. Is that Foreigner, Loverboy? Maybe Foreigner. Somebody, one of those 80s power mm-hmm. chord You'd band think that life. I would know this, but I absolutely don't. That feels right in your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Well, if Batman sung it, I could tell you about it. Yeah, that's a good point. I no, want to know Batman... what love is. Batman does sing a song, but mm-hmm. we're not getting that till Justice League. Yeah, we're a ways away from that. JLU, actually. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact that Sabrina's going to be on that show if I have to make her come on myself. Because <laughs> she and I famously argued about that back in the day, and she yep. has since been proven very right, and I was very wrong. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah, those, I mean, those are my blind spots. Uh, also, the micro-series we'll be covering for about a week I don't know anything about. Yeah, I, those Gotham I actually Girls. have seen a little of both. Mm, the, you saw the Lobo one, really? Yeah. Oh. Was it bad? 
I remember it being bad. I remember it looking ugly as hell, but it was like, you know, early aughts flash animation, so that's not too surprising. Eh, I don't know. So is Homestar Runner. Yeah. Homestar and Runner he... looks way better than this. Oh, that's too bad. Dear Lobo. <laughs> this is how I type with boxing gloves on. Why are you a bastard? <laughs> I could I could easily see um Strong Bad's Halloween costume one year being Lobo. Mm-hmm. For sure. I'm Lobo. No, oh yeah. Um, hey, Strong Bad, I really like your insane clown posse costume. Uh, <laughs> hey, magnets, how do they work? <laughs> uh, but I haven't seen that or Gotham Girls. Mm-hmm. The rest I have seen a lot. <laughs> when, uh, to answer the opposite of this question, when we get to the... Uh, Second season of JLU, I've seen it about 100,000 yep. times. Yeah, JLU, I've seen a ton of it. It used to air, like, uh, Saturday nights at, mm-hmm. like, midnight or whatever, so, like, I would just watch it every week. Oh, plus, by that point, that was uh, when the comic book message board that we met on, mm-hmm. that a number of our friends uh, met on, mm-hmm. actually, uh, regular regulars of the show. Like, this show would not have the cast that it had, including us, mm-hmm. without this message board. Yep. Connecting us all. Um, just every time a new episode would air, we would all just like dissect it because you know there's oh, yeah. so much love and and comic references and everything. Like mm-hmm. we we all wouldn't shut up about it, so that probably at least had part you know somewhat mm-hmm. to do with it. Where you're like, oh, all right, there's a show where the question is a guy. Sure, yep. why not? I like the question. Well, I like the concept mm-hmm. of the question. Uh, he's voiced by Jeffrey Combs. So yeah, he is. Yeah. Show taught me what so, aglets are. Yeah, the true purpose is sinister. It sure is. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got the quote sorted for that episode. Yeah, right. <laughs> and my quote for this episode two years in the future will be, uh... Look, that happened with DS9 as well. JL- JLU is, like, in that sense, the, mm-hmm. the DS9. I keep saying Superman is the DS9 of this seri- of this universe, because it kind of is, but also Batman Beyond kind of is, too. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of DS9s. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, the next one comes from Dan. Hi, Dan. Dan says, hi, Alan Maggie. Your discussion and summary of Little Big Head Man got me thinking. Almost everything I've seen of Bizarro's portrayal has involved a dumb speaking pattern and a physical deformity. Is it possible to have a non-offensive portrayal of Bizarro, or is the character inherently problematic? Has there ever been a significantly different take on the character? I think you can speak to the second part of that better than I can. I'm trying to think of any. I know Bizarro had, like, a book a couple of years ago where he teamed up with the red hood and I didn't read it because that sounds terrible. Yeah, Um, it sure does. Wow. (laughs) That's the worst thing I've heard today. (laughs) The fuck do we do with these characters? I don't know. It's like, well, never mind. The example I was going to go for was like, that would be teaming Elmer Fudd with Batman, but they did that and it was great. Yeah. That was an excellent fucking comic. So it was one of the better Batman comics I've read. Mm -hmm, Mm hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I because a lot. I I have enjoyed uh, the couple of Bizarro episodes, but um, they do walk a fine line between uh, com- well, becoming offensive. You know, when you do the imperfect clone story, you then have okay. Well, that means he's like our guy, but not as good, mm-hmm. which then invites that. Yeah, if he's a full on cartoon character that comes from a backwards world where everything is opposite and yeah. upside down and stupid like that's not and i don't mean stupid in the intellectual sense i mean just like he's ridiculous. like mr miss he's like mr mitzias pit like he yeah. comes from a cartoon world yeah that that i have no problem with his his world is literally a cube instead of a mm-hmm. sphere it's funny yeah 
then it's not poking fun at like you know people with like uh you know uh, developmentally disabled yeah. people then it's just no he's just from a world where everything's real dumb yeah uh, I, I and I always love teasing out the the, the logic of all that. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it, it, everything everything is backwards. So like you know, so Lex Luthor is good, mm-hmm. but also a woman. Yep. But is he also gay then? There, and black. Like wh- on how many levels is it opposite? I remember there was a there was a there was a Bizarro comic I read uh, years ago by Jeff Johns that was shockingly good. Um, yeah, that is shocking. The art was by uh, uh, Eric Powell who drew. The oh, goon. right, the goon guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember the art being good, but yeah, I, yeah. I don't remember the the story at all. So it had the entire Justice League, but backwards. So I like, do remember that. Yes. Every day, Batman had to kill his parents. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's great and uh-huh. terrible. Yeah. No, a lot of the, like, what I was just saying, like, is he is he uh, a woman in black and all that? Like, there was a there was a Bizarro trade that collected a bunch of this, and mm. one of the writers from Seinfeld wrote an intro to it and came up with a bunch of, like, you know, like that show did, just, like, picking apart the logic of yeah, a yeah. thing, and it was it was very funny to me. <laughs> there so, was... Like, how far do you take this? Do sandwiches have bread on the inside and meat on the outside? <laughs> or, like, is a sandwich really soup? Or... Well, you know, and the other one I really like, I talked about this on one of the Bizarro episodes uh, in All-Star Superman. Um, there's a, there's the Bizarro Bizarro that lives on Bizarro World. Oh, right. Who's the normal guy? Who's a normal guy. His name is Zabarro. Mm-hmm, I remember that. Just like every the entire time Superman's there, he's like, you have to take me with with you. Please. People are crazy. Yeah. Oh, you. Uh-huh. Oh, I can't I can't I can't deal with this anymore. Mm hmm. Did he, and he didn't either, did he? No. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just terrible. stayed there. Mm-hmm. A great All fucking right. comic. Yeah, it was. Uh, but anyway, I do think there's a way to do that. Yeah. You I just you need to, to be you need to be you know mindful of of it. You know. Yeah, but if you if you twist the like if you push the reality of it so far out of whack mm-hmm. that it's it's like you do lose him being sympathetic if you do that, and I think that's what they wanted. They wanted the full on Frankenstein thing, and yeah. I think it worked. But like you said, the more you go back to it, the more it invites you to think about what it really is. Yeah, it gets kind of it starts to get it starts to get kind of iffy. You start to feel kind of gross about it. Yeah, it's like if he had only shown up that one time, mm-hmm. and then we assume he perished in the uh, Lex's lab collapsing, and we never saw him again. Yeah, that would be a perfect tragic story where we didn't have time to think like, oh. This is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. That episode was so good too. I love that whole yeah. uh, Slowers for Algernon thing they do. Yes, agreed. That that is the honestly the story that fucks me up more than any horror, any psychological thriller, anything. Yep, that's a bad one. Because I have been on um, ADHD meds for twenty five years mm-hmm. that make me think better, and I live in constant terror that one day it's going to go away and I'm going to not be able to think clearly again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Flowers for Algernon hits me hard. Ask me about my experience with dementia sometime. Actually, don't. I mean, look, I'm 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 aware. Mm-hmm. That is that is, but there are a lot of stories about dementia. There aren't a lot of stories about people who can't think clearly and then can and then can't again. Sure. You know what I mean? Like there are some, but you know, it's about an intelligence treatment. Yeah. So it's this is kind of a specific, you know. But you get your heart broken a thousand times, which That's is true. way worse. At to least... be clear, I'm not saying my way is like, oh, hey, I got it work. No, what I'm saying is. You got it all over. Mm. I just got one very specifically targeted one. Somehow every TV series I watch at some point or another does an episode like that. Well, it's hey, because- Hey, Maggie, it's... go fuck yourself. 
It's an easy shortcut to sympathy mm-hmm. is why. I mean, it's the same reason we often see sexual assault because it's in a lazy, like, hey, guess what? Mm-hmm. Here's here's a dramatic thing that happened, huh? Look how grown up we are. Right. Uh-huh. Thanks. All right. I don't want On a lighter this. note. <laughs> Flonk has sent us one of his patented dumb questions. Oh, good. Hi, Flonk. He says, where does Batman Beyond ship for domestic merchandise, such as things for his bed and bath? (laughs) I'm glad you asked this, Flonk, because I don't want to keep making the dumb Bed, Bath, and Beyond reference the entire time we cover Batman Beyond, Mm -hmm. so I figure we'll just get it out of the way now. Yep. (gasps) And you've done that. I don't think there's anything more to add. I think we can get beyond Bed, Bath, and Beyond. (laughs) I mean, they did eventually get beyond Thunderdome they because sure did. they made that next Mad Max movie. Yeah. Only took like 20 years. Good job, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one comes from JR, who was hey, recently JR. on the show, and says, are you going to cover Batman the Brave and the Bold once you finish the Deanie slash Timverse? And if not, why not? At any rate, feel free to wax rhapsodic about your favorite moments slash episodes of the Brave and the Bold. I wish. Yeah. Like, we're just, we're keeping it to this continuity i i want to what i want is for our bonus episodes to be that instead of the movies and mm. maybe we'll talk about doing that i don't know it's not a bad idea honestly we will enjoy it almost every time because the brave and the bold is an incredible show and the dc animated movies have been a real letdown for the most part and i honestly thought a lot more of those were connected to what we're doing and they're really not yeah so it's kind of arbitrary i guess the question to you the listeners would be those of you who are donating to our patreon mm-hmm. Would you feel like we are letting you down that we are not giving you what we promised for your Patreon money if we switched what we were reviewing? Yeah. Like, that's the only reason I want to keep doing what we're doing is because, well, okay, the whole point is to, like, raise a couple of bucks and these people are paying because they want this. Mm -hmm. Do you care, patrons, is what I'm asking. We could do a survey or something. Yeah. But, I I mean, maybe they're listening now and I'm just, Mm -hmm. I'm asking. Yeah. This is like, hey, just tell me. Yeah, what do you think? And if... If, if if several people say, no, look, man, I'm giving you money because I want to hear you review this, mm-hmm. then all right, okay. But otherwise, we could we could talk about because yeah. I love The Brave and the Bold, and I think you do, too. I absolutely do, too. That show- Didn't you only recently so start much watching it? Yeah, I only I watched it. Uh, that was my comfort uh, show for a while back at the start of the pandemic. And then I ran oh, out, and I was sad again. That was, that was a very long time ago. It sure was. I was actually going to go back and watch specifically the episode where the Doom Patrol shows up just mm-hmm. because I love Doom Patrol so much. But th- that Doom Patrol is obviously incredibly different from the one. I mean, the, the, series, the Brave and the Bold one is a very classic Doom Patrol, as I yeah, recall. Yeah, of course. That's that's the one they started with. You mm-hmm. know, the one that the, the X-Men ripped off. Yeah, exactly. I will die on that hill mm-hmm. even if it's wrong just because <laughs> it's fun. I don't care if it's inaccurate. It's uh, fun and it, it probably riles you up a little bit. Eh, not really. Okay, fair enough. Silver Age X-Men are also not very good, so, like, yeah, I'll take Doom Patrol. Fair enough. Um, but anyway, JR, to answer your question, that show is great. Mm-hmm. I At the time, I resented it because I famously, for those of you who have uh, been listening to my voice since uh, either post atomic Horror or Sarcastic Voyage, like, early on, 10 years ago, let's say, I didn't really love camp. I didn't understand the point of camp. Mm-hmm. I have long since come around on that. But back in the day, I was like, is it bad or not? Make yeah. up your mind. I Is it supposed to be bad? Are we supposed to take it seriously? Is it funny? What is it? Yeah. I didn't get into it until, I think it was you told me that it was basically a sequel to Batman 66. Yep. Which I love. 
it absolutely has that same tone, but also it's updated a little bit. Yeah, but, like know, it's set it's, now, but like you can absolutely see that progression. Well, I mean more stylistically, it's it's less repetitive. Like they realized, oh, that show kind of fell into a formula mm-hmm. after a while, and we'll mix it up a little. Oh yeah. Also, Diedrich Bader is great, and mm-hmm. a lot of the other people. Um, and they 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 just they love rolling out obscure DC characters, and I love obscure DC characters. Yeah, I mean you love obscure comic characters in general. I like do. If, if if there were a corresponding Marvel show, you'd be all over that too. Oh yeah, that would make me delighted. But I have since come to adore the Silver Age in particular, which that show is a love letter to. Like it's the, and for those of you who are unfamiliar, it's comics from about the mid fifties to about the mid sixties. Yeah, I think? that's about right. It's when Fla- the Flash came back through i don't know when they say it stopped, starts but. with uh the one i've heard is that it starts with the first appearance of barry allen uh barry allen flash and it ends with the first issue of uh uh conan the barbarian conan conan's really? the start of the bronze age i mean i know conan is like a sort of a more adult themed thing but it's interesting that it's considered that much that relevant i mean I, that's the one i heard and that's been yeah, like, yeah. no i yeah. i believe i mean i always defer to you on comic book knowledge you know this mm. shit but i Huh, it just surprises yeah. me is all. Because I think like huh. that was sort of made as like a more mature. I would, if if you asked me to guess, I would have said like Speedy is a junkie somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. That's probably, like, that, that is around getting, that time, yeah. Yeah, when comics started getting serious and quote relevant. Let's see. Here, uh, Lois trying to be a black woman, which is also, <laughs> boy, that, that, that aged poorly by which I mean the day it came out, everyone should have said, ugh, you shouldn't have done this. Why? Why? Yeah. Why would you draw that? Like when I say age poorly, typically I mean that seemed like a good idea in 1967 or whatever. But now, mm-hmm. whereas no, no, you should have looked at that in 1967 and said, "Oh, shame on us." I, I think we don't need to do this. Actually, I get where you're coming from. You want the privileged white woman to see what it's like to be a person of color, but this is not the way. Yeah. Okay. First issue of Conan is from October 1970, so that makes a lot of sense. Ah. Wow. That's. Okay. Yeah. I just in my head what you're uh, what I'm thinking of is um the epic uh book from like the early 80s I want to say late late 70s early 80s. Uh maybe I'm thinking of something else. Uh, you might be thinking of uh Savage Sword of Conan. That was the magazine. Could be. Yeah. That's what I think the, of the, when I think of Conan. Yeah, the black and white uh magazine. Mm. I just I I bought a lot of back issues in the 80s mm-hmm. and I remember paging past a bunch of those cuz that's not my jam. Sure. But, uh, all right, uh, moving on. Oh, I, uh, for those of you who uh, enjoyed, like, Superman, this this series, this animated Bruce Timm Superman, The Brave and the Bold has an episode that reunites the cast of this. Oh, it was so good! Um, or at least uh, Dana Delaney's Lois as a Lois analog mm-hmm. and um, uh, Clancy Brown's Lex as a Lex analog. Yeah. And also uh, Kevin Conroy. Just very, very good. That's the uh, Batman is and R one, right? Correct. Yes. It's excellent. Great friggin' episode. God, what a good show. I'm talking myself into this. Yeah. No, I, I've been meaning to pitch this to you, and I just mm-hmm. forgot. And like I said, my only concern is that the listeners will feel yeah. like we have somehow misled them, and I don't, like, I don't want to, we've only just recently started asking for money, and I've sure. all, you know I've always felt weird about that, and oh, I yeah. just don't want anyone to think I'm trying to, like, bait and switch them, you know? Mm-hmm. That's all. So yeah, let us it's, know what you think. I mean, you get a bonus episode, yeah. so you should just shut up and take the bonus <laughs> episode. That's the the other half of my brain saying that, but uh, I shouldn't listen to that guy. <laughs> well, this is telling right. me to say, hey, shut up. That's probably oh, not the way to go. I've always said that to the listeners, mm-hmm. and I've always instantly regretted it. Uh-huh. I don't mean it, guys. I'm sorry. 
trying to be edgy. Uh, so this working, one comes from Devlin. Cool yet? Yeah, not yet. Mm. Getting there. This one comes from Devlin. Hi, speaking Devlin. of someone who's very cool. Yep. Uh, I can't stop thinking about Brainiac, they say. Yay. Hi, Alan Maggie. I really enjoyed diving into Superman with you these last couple of months. I never had any interest in the character before, but this was an enjoyable tour through his world. Of course, I knew the story of how Superman was the creation of Jewish Americans and how we understand him as representing the immigrant experience. And while that is a serious topic, I'm just thinking, immigrant ketchup. <laughs> Thank you for that. I was mostly intrigued That's by his two episodes. two Super references this episode. Look, two if you're lucky. Uh-huh. It's that's probably not going to stop. Wait, what was the other one? Uh, it's always nice to hear from a woman. Ah, well, I always make that one. Sure. Especially since you came uh-huh. out. Uh-huh. I was most intrigued by his episodes with and relationship to Brainiac. Mm-hmm. Brainiac values his expertise on Kryptonian culture as a better and more correct relationship to Kryptonianness than Superman, who is negotiating his Kryptonianness with the values and culture of his adopted family. For me, this really drove home that Soups is a refugee, not just an immigrant trying to assimilate into American culture, but solely responsible for keeping his culture alive after a genocide, in which, of course, Brainiac was culpable. Mm -hmm. I guess getting a whole-ass planet blown up for the credentials should be the focus. Still, I would have just loved one more episode teasing out the message that members of a people are the authority on that people, not some asshole who read about them in a book. (laughs) Kids love nuanced political metaphors. (sighs) Aside from more Lois, Jimmy, and Lex... Do you think the show missed any great opportunities? If there was one more episode to flesh out a concept or character, what would you have liked to see? Looking forward to Batman Beyond and returning to Gigglebot Giant Pigs or whatever, Devlin. <laughs> First of all, that is an outstanding read on the the you know the uh, political themes of yep. Brainiac. I don't know that they're baked in there necessarily, but that's an excellent read on mm-hmm. them. Certainly, this, this, is... this certainly this uh, version of Brainiac. Yeah, I. I uh, uh, talk to Devin, Devlin fairly regularly off the show. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, you know, <laughs> hey, guess what? The people we have on the show are our personal friends. I don't know if you guys realize yeah, that. Yeah, weird that. <laughs> yeah. But I, I actually said specifically to them, hey, um, one of the reasons I think it's interesting to have you on the show is to get these sort of complex, like, uh, more academic reads mm-hmm. on things. And they said, ugh. I do that all the time, like <laughs> at the time, more like, you know, like uh, in their day job or uh, sort of tangentially related to their day job. And it's like, I. I started listening to you guys because you fucking go off about Armis and stuff. Like, I, I don't necessarily want to come on here and talk about the serious stuff. Like, that's that's not why I like you. And like, okay, that's fair. That's very funny to me. But it feels like they took that uh, to heart and and wrote in something that that uh, appeals to me there. And I'm I'm very happy about that. Mm. Like, I when I read this before the show, I was like, oh, oh yeah, that's so good because yeah, Superman has no idea what it's like. Like, he is the only crypto... I mean, now there's there's Kara, but... Sure. He no idea what it's like to be a Kryptonian. He's only, like, he's only got bits and pieces, but he's still the sort of the guardian mm-hmm. of it. And I... Oh, I love that. Oh. I don't have anything to add to it. It's yeah, just no. A, it's just, that's, it's just a good read. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, but, but to their question. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we, we bitched on and on about Lois, particularly Lois and Lex. I would say Jimmy got something to do with yeah. season four uh do you think they missed any great opportunities what do you I'm think? trying to think um are there any heavy hitters in superman comics or dc comics in general you think maybe should have they should have uh used well because the problem is i'm trying to remember how many of these guys also end up on uh, uh justice league eventually you know well that's why i'm asking superman specific yeah guys. like I, my first thought was i would have liked to have seen more steel because i think he only got like two episodes and he only got one focusing as on yeah him. he was only steel for one episode like we got the the guy himself, yeah. John John Henry Irons, is that yep. it? Yep. Um, 
but yeah, as a steel, mm-hmm. like he got his origin episode and that was it. Yeah. Man. Come on. But man. like, I know he shows up in jail. You, um, I would have loved like, sort of teasing that out. I like the, I, I would like the idea of like a Superman family, the same way there's a Batman family. Yeah. Like the, the other Superman, specifically Superman related superheroes that help him. Not, a, not justice league. Not like when Green Lantern mm-hmm. shows up, but like guys who have something to do with Superman. It's so like, like uh, Supergirl, like Superboy. Yes, I Superboy. I don't care about because we have Supergirl. That's yeah. good enough. Well, and she we have another Kryptonian who's young. That's what I yeah. want. Well, we they get kind of into Superboy, like the the modern Superboy's origin with uh, uh, Kara in right. JLU. They make Power Girl out of her or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, um, you know who makes her is um, Professor Hamilton because he's still pissed off about uh, the finale. It's so good. Well, you hold one scientist up by the neck for a couple of seconds, and you're paying it for I for mean, the rest of your life. He also conquered the planet. You f- you forgot the part that sort of led up to that. Yeah, but let's be real. It was the neck holding that really pissed him off. I don't think he held him by the neck. I th- I took it as he grabbed his, the collar of his shirt, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter. He held him up five feet in the air. <laughs> Can't believe he's still mad about that. Oh, jeez. Just because I thought he was going to snap my neck because he conquered the planet and he was still evil. Uh. Jeez. Um, but no, what I was asking is, are there any say Superman villains mm-hmm. that you feel like they, they never really dealt with or, or cause I, I'm not as familiar with this I'm stuff. Trying. I know you don't know DC as much as you know, Marvel. But. Yeah. Well, I don't know Superman as much as I know Batman is the other thing. Like that's the other thing. I can yeah. name off crap from Batman comics for 20 years and have mm-hmm. been. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think they hit most of the villains. I like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's not really, uh, there's not, I would have liked to have seen, uh, I would like to have seen uh, Mr. Miracle show up. He will. But, um, yeah, that's right. You'll get him. Yeah, I can't think of anything that's not that doesn't show up in uh, Justice League. Yeah. No, you'll get you'll get him and Big Barda. Yep. And, they do uh, Death of Superman. Uh, we'll we'll hang out with Orion more. Yep, yep. Like, I'm, I'm thinking of Fourth World, guys. Like, you know, it's not my favorite thing, mm-hmm. but we do, we do see a bunch of those yeah. guys. And individual characters I do like. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of the overall. I still think... I, sorry, Jr., but I still think we spent just a little too much time with the fourth world. Not, not even because I don't like it, mm-hmm. but I said this before. I don't think of it as a Superman thing so much as a DC Universe thing. Like, yeah, you're not wrong. It felt, it felt like they wanted a big, heavy hitter, and they forgot about Lex. So they like, okay, what about Darkseid? Mm-hmm. Okay, but Darkseid's sort of everybody's villain, not just Superman's, yeah. right? That's all I'm saying. But maybe if I mean, on the other hand, if they didn't know Justice League was a lock. And they're like, fuck, we may never get another yeah, chance to uh, bring a good dark this. side to TV. Let's do this. Also, it makes sense for them to like head into season two and be all be like, yeah, let's make let's make dark side like the big the big deal going forward. And then mm. they only, only used him like three times. I mean, I've always and you know, th- this is like Devlin said, apart from Lex and I'm just going back to Lex. Yeah. But I've always liked the they explored this a little bit, but I've really always liked the idea of Lex resenting Superman because Lex is one of the most accomplished humans that he's gotten to sort of the top of what humans can do. Mm. And it's still nothing compared to this guy. And I think we'll get a little more into that later too, but that's, that's the angle of Lex. I always liked and We didn't get a lot of that. Yeah. Just the fact that Lex is evil. Of course, Mm -hmm. I remember there being more of a slide. I remembered at first him being just evil the way all billionaires are evil, but like, and then he gets really evil, but like, what I kind of might have, I, I don't know, I'm not going to second guess this writing team because they know what they're mm-hmm. doing, but I kind of might have enjoyed a, he's kind of a philanthropist, he's kind of a uh, 
but what do you call it? Uh, Warren Buffett or like a, you know, the billionaires who do give away some of their money, like those mm-hmm. guys. Um, and then Superman comes along and that, that it doesn't turn Lex evil, but it brings out his resentful, jealous, hateful side. Sure. Which was always there. But he's like, no, the reason I'm so kind is because I'm your God and yeah. you love me. But if you stop You're loving welcome. me, fuck you all. Yeah. That's that's the like like that's my take on the character I think which mm-hmm. didn't really pan out for this version and that's fine I love there, this there, version too. There's a uh, speaking of uh, Jeff John, Jeff Johns comics that are surprisingly good. Is um, there two of them? Apparently, okay. Uh, there is uh, so he did the uh, like 18th Superman origin to come out in the 2000s uh-huh. uh, that I recall. Uh, one thing I actually really liked though was uh, Lex would do this thing where he would come out every day. And like there would be like a crowd of like metropolitans like mm-hmm. gathered around his uh, his mansion, mm-hmm. and he would choose one to like grant their wish. See, that's exactly it. He's he's kind, but he's kind in a everyone pay attention to me and kiss yeah. my feet way. It's like I will, I will, uh, I will, I will raise you up and grant you your wishes yeah. as long as you treat me as a god. Yes, exactly, and that's why he hates Superman because he can't mm-hmm. do that shit anymore. Yeah. So we like what I I don't want it to be. He made like Superman and ate his hair fall out, and that's what made him bad. No, he was always a dick. It's just now he can't be the dick he wants to be. Yeah. With that said, I wouldn't have minded a uh, I don't know an imaginary story or a goof or whatever. Like it just a a story that didn't matter, an acknowledgement of the hair falling out thing because mm-hmm. yep. that's the dumbest thing that I one of the dumbest things that I love from the Silver Age. I I. I shave my head, you know, like it's not like a whole thing or anything. Well, now I just look better this way. Yeah. No, well, now uh now it's gone. Now all your mm-hmm. hair is gone and it's Superman's fault. No. I, I could get like the best wig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean Gene Hackman did it. I mean mm-hmm. for some reason Gene Hackman put on a wig and he still looked like he had a, a you know, a high hairline like he was balding. Yep. I don't know why he would do that. But weird choice. Uh-huh. I found out uh recently Gene Hackman also refused to shave his mustache to play Lex Luthor. <laughs> did they CG it out? They what they did was I think it's it was Richard Donner. I think it was Richard Donner who was like, "Okay, if I I will shave I will shave my mustache if you shave your mustache." Ah. And uh Gene Hackman's like, "That's fine." And then he came in and uh Richard Donner hadn't shaved his mustache. <laughs> Good had. job, Dick. Yeah. Well done. I forget where I heard that, but it's very funny. Ah, uh, I don't even care if it's true. That's just one of those things that I want to be true, so it is. Yep. <laughs> oh, very good. I'll be your Lex Luthor, but I'm not shaving my head or my mustache. You know uh, what Lex Luthor looks like, right? Mm-hmm. I don't care. Look, uh, um, Cesar Romero has set the standard. Mm-hmm. We don't have to shave. We supervillains do not have to shave our mustaches. It'd be the hairiest Legion of Doom I've ever seen. <laughs> and we don't even have Gorilla Grodd. <laughs> All right. Scarecrow's just wearing six wigs. <laughs> I just left a bag of hair in a rocking chair, and the Arkham guards were fooled. <laughs> I will, I will never forget that. It's so funny. My... He put in a robotic uh, chair rocker, so they think he was rocking in a chair. I think it is generous of you to say robotic, <laughs> when it's basically like what a uh, like an animatronic like stuffed bear at the drugstore. <laughs> like that level of motor, like it's it's not robotic exactly. Uh, um, I I started playing Animal Crossing briefly again just because there was an update and I wanted to see what was up. And uh, yeah, one of sure. the things you can make um scarecrows in it. 
Oh no! I just made it made a whole row of scarecrows. I'm like the the Arkham guards are gonna be so confused. <laughs> just put one in like a jail cell in your house's basement. Yeah, exactly. No, because there's a Star Trek chair now. Oh yeah. So my house's basement is a is a Star Trek like a the bridge of a starship now. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yep. Okay, next one comes from Richard. Uh, not not that Richard or the other Richard. This is a different Richard. Richard Donner. No, unfortunately. I wish. Hi, Richard. Uh, and Richard says, Alan Maggie. Hi. First, thanks so much for giving me a reason to watch Superman. I was one of the unwashed masses who would watch the other animated series but never got around to Big Blue, and it was definitely worthwhile. Mm-hmm. I agree that Lois and Lex, and Perry for that matter, were pretty ill-served in the later seasons. It occurred to me that doing so might have been a way to differentiate this Superman series in plot and structure from the then-recent big Superman TV portrayal, Lois and Clark, which was very centered on the relationship of the two leads and Luthor villainy. Maybe oh, the yeah, animated... that would have been around then. Yeah, I, I, I think at least one guest mentioned that. might have been Fischel a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. I don't remember. But uh, there, he's, he's not wrong. Uh, maybe the animated series writers were bored with or just didn't want to appear to be copying off the live-action playbook. There's probably nothing to that, but I'd like to see if you had similar thoughts. Yeah, I I think that's probably right. Mm-hmm. Because I think if you're trying to appeal to kids, as much as we make jokes about what kids love, I don't know that they necessarily want to see the love story between yeah. Superman and Lois. I just, I, that's one of my favorite things. Is all. Yeah, man. Yeah, Why aren't they I, appealing th- to me? That's one of those things that makes a lot of, like, one of those, like, network synergy things that I, you always hear about. It's like, I, well, we can't do this because we're doing it elsewhere. I don't you, know you can. that. We will see that later with the infamous Bat Family embargo. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, I, I could be wrong. I haven't read a lot about the behind the scenes of this particular show. But I feel like it's more what Richard's suggesting here, which is the writers just saying, that's been done recently in public mm-hmm. consciousness. Let's try something else. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Also, again, I don't know that that approach appeals to kids. Um, he's got another question. He says, why create unity when Starro is right there? They function a little differently, I guess, but they're so similar that it seems strange. Usually the new for the show villains in this universe at least fill a previously open niche, e.g. Harley. I don't, I mean, as I recall, Starro was more taking over the Justice League than taking over the whole planet, no? Yeah. I mean, I've definitely read stuff where he's trying to take over the whole planet. Yeah, but that first appearance, the famous mm-hmm. first, like, uh, Justice League episode yeah. or issue, isn't that just, like, it doesn't have designs on the planet, it just wants them, right? I don't know. I haven't read that. Uh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. I've read a bunch of, like, later Starro stuff that uh, Grant Morrison did, but I haven't read the I, first one. I might be wrong, but I think Starro shows up in this universe later down the road anyway. I, there is a... Batman Beyond episode where we see the Justice League of the future mm-hmm. and there is a mind control parasite involved and I think they just say it's Starro but I could be remembering that wrong I, I think you're right it would not surprise me when this episode when that episode was being made that they the thought was basically we can't do Starro that's too stupid uh, you know what though no that's not a good argument for this team because you now have the entirety of Batman and Superman you've mm-hmm. taken a lot of on paper stupid ideas Plus, the entire concept of Batman Beyond is incredibly stupid on paper. Well, I mean, they knew that. <laughs> yeah, but what what I'm saying is these guys know how to do that. They mm-hmm. they they made the Clock King cool. They did make the Clock King cool. Like, shout out to to uh, David Wise, my my. Uh, I was about to say homeboy. I don't talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't know why I would have said that. He wouldn't have appreciated that either. <laughs> My casual internet friend who is no longer with us. Uh, no, I just like they've they've uh, they've done that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Mister Freeze is another good example. Oh, 
They did Mr. fix the shit out of Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze, I don't even know that they fixed him. He wasn't broken. He just wasn't no. interesting. They just found what, what this... made him work and made it work real well. Yeah. What about this ice guy? Yeah. Oh, oh is he? Oh, you mean this ice guy or this mm-hmm. other ice guy or all the ice guys? We got so many ice guys. You mean Ice Manda? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a deep cut that only you and I and Amanda will get. Yep. Ugh. Uh, look, yeah, I could look past that. That was right when we started dating, and I was almost mm-hmm. like, oh, is this, is this who I want to spend time with? Who wouldn't want to spend time with Ice Manda? Uh, well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Rich, uh, oh, it's Rich, actually. I'm sorry. The, the display name said Richard, but he, he mm. signed it Rich, so it's Rich. Um, serious kudos to both of you, particularly Maggie, of course, for the professional and brave way that you handled Maggie's transition in the context of the show. This th- that, w- that is 100% for Maggie. That has nothing to do with me. Thank and, you. Uh, this one comes from Hannah. Hi, Hannah. And I hope I am not remembering wrong, Hannah, but I believe you came to us late in PA. Like, you you followed us over from that, but maybe not. If not, hi, Hannah, anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think you're the person I'm thinking of. Uh, hey, y'all. First and foremost, I want to offer my sincere, most sincere congratulations and support to Maggie. I'm so freaking happy for you, and I was so glad to hear that your family are supportive. I also want to say the amazing love and support that your friend circle gave give to each other is so great and always makes me happy. It's one of my favorite things about listening to y'all. Oh, thank you. Now, on to a question. I was listening to the episode about Lois's intern, Tina, who's dating Metallo, and it got me thinking, mm-hmm. what would be the ideal day job? or not currently fighting Superman job for his main enemies? I guess Lex, Toyman, and Darkseid are obvious, but what about the others? Uh, there's, there's another question, but we'll, let's, let's talk about this one first. All right, let me think here. Well, Rudy's your, your favorite guy, so obviously Rudy is my start favorite. Rudy. What and would he do Ru- as a day job? Uh, like, the thing is, Rudy doesn't want to work. Mm-hmm. Well, Rudy literally, all Rudy wants to do is sit in his jail cell and watch cable TV. Like, yeah. that dude's living his best life. I mean... Rudy had a thankless warehouse job, which I might, which might be why you find Rudy so relatable. But it's I'm going out on a limb there. Entirely possible. <laughs> mm-hmm. When we saw Rudy the first time before he turned into Parasite, he was um, just wheeling a dolly around a warehouse and uh, lifting heavy boxes. And I feel gotta like... get these books out before Black Friday hits. Uh-huh. I feel like that that is relatable hashtag content for you. Mm-hmm. I too would like to hang out in a jail cell and watch cable TV. Mm-hmm. I think Actually, the problem that sounds terrible. I think the problem with, I mean, uh, Hannah's given us some excellent things to, like, as soon as I stray away from her question, mm-hmm. it doesn't work. Like, I think she picked the good ones, because I'm like, Livewire, well, Livewire had a job. It was being mm-hmm. on the radio. Yeah, okay. That's why she didn't ask about Livewire, dummy. Mm-hmm. I would love to have Livewire back on the radio just as, hey, this is Livewire. I have electric powers, and also I'm still a shock jock. Yeah, look, I'm um, I'm literally a shock jock now. You mm-hmm. get it? Do you get it? Because uh, I'm made of electricity. Do you get it? Good jo- it's, it's a good joke. Because I'm a horse, and you're a horse. <laughs> no, I um it goes on for like two pages of that. I, I like the idea of her not being allowed on the air anymore and mm-hmm. because of her power she finds a way to be like a pirate radio guy. She just starts a podcast. <laughs> Ugh, gross. <laughs> Look, she's dumb and she deserves to be punished, but let's not go t- let's not go that far. <laughs> that actually ties into Hannah's second question, but we'll we'll still put a pin in that for a moment. So Lex, I mean, Lex obviously already has a job. It's mm-hmm. being, you know, being a mogul. But uh, I don't know if he had to have like a regular douchebag job like you and me. Oh, God, I don't know. Because like whatever he did, he would like rise up to like the highest you could do, you know, like. Well, that's kind of what he was working I'm... at Burger King. He'd be like manager in like a week. 
And well, it would be like a really good Burger King. I have conquered the Burger King. Mm-hmm. No, see, what I was thinking is I, I happened to be grocery shopping today, and um, the person who checked me out and bagged my groceries was the assistant manager. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't very good at bagging groceries. Like, because I had this experience years ago when I worked at a grocery store. Managers are, you know, a good manager mm-hmm. is often only good at managing, but can't actually do the job yeah. that the that the, the people on the on the floor can. Yeah. And... I, this was not casting aspersions to the guy himself. He just wasn't good at that. And like, yeah, I what I picture is Lex being stuck in middle management, like assistant manager or <laughs> something like that, like where he doesn't get to be in charge. He's got to take orders from some teenager. Mm-hmm. and But he's also not good at the grunt work because he's a management type. He's like trapped in that horrible middle place where he can't do either. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Just because that may like, I don't know, somehow Mercy's his boss. <laughs> Like, when he clocks out and goes to, to kill Superman, he's in charge. Yep. But here, 9 to 5 at the at the bur- at the the taco barn or whatever, mm-hmm. like, Mercy's your manager. Okay, uh, Alex. Mm-hmm. It's Alexis, please. Get those tater tots out of the freezer. Ugh. What is a tot? Can you tell me that, please? He's turned into Orson Welles for some In the depths of your ignorance. Uh-huh. Uh, toy Man. Let's not go with the obvious and say he works at a toy store. He absolutely should not work at a toy store. <laughs> no, he shouldn't. I saw the movie. You would hate this movie. Mm-hmm. Harold and Maude, which is about oh, a, young, yeah, yeah, yeah. a young man hooking up with an elderly lady. And sure. uh, spoiler, they do have sex, which would just sick you right out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, the the young man in it, who's supposed to be 19 in the story, is voiced by Bud Court, who is who was the toy man. <laughs> oh, wow. That's weird. This is a dark as hell movie. I loved it. It was a dark comedy. Mm. And the whole time he's like, you think the movie opens with his suicide. And it turns out he's just making these sort of um, uh, grotesque gestures to his mother, like for attention or whatever. Mm. And it's just, it's, it's, you know, it's horrible. And of course, like if that sort of thing bothers you, it, it wouldn't be great. Mm-hmm. But like if you get past that and, and, and you're cool with it, it's, it's darkly funny. He just like swinging from a noose or whatever. Just like, just like, oh, hi, mom. You know. So I just, I, it's at the moment I'm, I'm picturing, um, Toy Man being this sort of like, uh, it's sort of like a Wednesday Adams, just a, like, you know, little, mm-hmm. like not goth before there was goth, but that, that, that attitude. Sure. So I'm trying to think of what, how, where that version of Toy Man would, would do well or, or do very poorly, I guess. Right. So hot topic. A, I work at a pet shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or like Spencer's Gifts or something. Oh, yeah. Want to buy this Luke Perry pillow? Just got in a shipment of uh, blacklight posters. Mm-hmm. Just turning into uh, Aaron Fawcett again. Sure is. And uh, Hannah also suggests Darkseid, which I can't think of anything <laughs> but the last panel of the Ambush Bug comic where he's, he's working at McDonald's. So. Yep, that was the first thing I thought of, too. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Is there anyone else in that gang you can think of that might... <sighs> Yeah, I can't think of anything else. What does Mr. Mixus like... Pitlick do? He should be on TV. Oh, yeah, like, like say he's something happens, and instead of sending him home for 90 days, he's stranded here without his powers for 90 yep. days. Which he was, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's got to, like, I don't know, drive his little car around and... I want to... No, I want to give him, like, a... Like a t- I want to give him, like, a talk show. Mm. That'd be good, because Gilbert Gottfried is not a voice you want to hear. Nope. Ever. <laughs> My next guest is Superman. What a jerk! I hate this guy. 
His uh oh fuck, what the hell's his name? Um Yes. His Andy Richter is Batmite. Uh, of course. Batmite in um Brave and the Bold played by yep. Paul Rubens. Uh-huh. Amazing. Yes. Another voice that either you love or hate. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh okay, Hannah. Batmite so much God, that show was good. Yeah, it was. Um I mean Ambush Bug literally appeared in that show. Mm-hmm. Which voiced d- by uh the Fonz. Henry Winkler. Yep. The f- Who's the Fonz? Henry Winkler, you might know him from his appearance on Law & Order SVU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Fonzie from uh, Scream 1. No, don't know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that was my favorite one. Of, well, no, not even my top 100. But it was mm-hmm. a very good joke from BoJack Horseman where he shows up. with, Like, just doesn't acknowledge Happy Days at all. <laughs> just mentions all his, like, guest spots on, you know, like, rank standard-ass dramas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hannah says, related and possibly better question. What would their YouTube slash Instagram slash TikTok channels look like? Would oh, Lex's God. channel be full of pseudo-inspirational Pinterest bullshit with an evil billionaire twist? Shoot for the moon. Even if you miss, you'll scare enough small countries to expand your global influence considerably. Would Parasite have a podcast where he discusses his favorite shitty reality TV shows? Would Metallo review various technological innovations related to the chest door? <laughs> I think you'll find that the new hinge works much better than the old one. Look how fluid this door opens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm 30% chest door, clunk, clunk. <laughs> Just think of Bender every single time. It's always uh-huh. going to be that. Just, uh, Metallo is great. Metallo is great. Uh, I could absolutely see Lex doing a uh, shitty YouTube series where he talks about the benefits of cryptocurrency because he's trying to rip you personally off. Uh, I believe, I cannot believe you left this door open unless you did it on purpose. Mm. Crypt- kryptonite currency. Oh my God, that's very good. Come on. They're called kryptonite dollars. Mm-hmm. When you said crypto, I'm like, oh, where are you going with this crypto, like Krypton-related mm-hmm. thing? And it turns out... You no, were. it's actually a dumb thing. Yeah. Well, yes, of course it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not understand how that works, and I never want to. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, of course he would be. Oh, God, just imagining him as like an Elon Musk bro type. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I made myself ill. Hey... 420 divided by 69, huh? <laughs> oh, seriously? Yeah, boy. I get to host SNL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you when I was like- seen the new episode of Rick and Morty? Mm. Mm. Pickle Rick, am I right? Uh-huh. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, boy. I kind of made myself sad. <laughs> I don't. Unfortunately, I am a, a horribly out-of-touch old person and don't really know the whole YouTube slash TikTok slash Instagram scene, so mm-hmm. I'm at a loss here. You you might have to, like, if you got any other ones. My my wife's a big TikTok fan, but I don't really watch them except for the ones that she shows me, and most of them involve a schoolteacher uh, falling over. Uh, well, all right. So, I mean, I could see Parasite doing that. Falling over? <laughs> falling over. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, I'll this... just walk over here and smash, crash, bash. Mm-hmm. Oh man, <laughs> that's Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one comes from Flonk. Hi, Flonk. It says, "Dear Alan Maggie, would I make a good mission?" It doesn't say guy, but I assume. No. I assume the next word is guy. I don't think that you could make a good mission. Guy. I love you dearly, Flonk, but... Uh... Yeah, no, sorry. No. You're a scrawn job. Mm-hmm. I think I'll call you scrawn job. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one comes from Mike X. Hi, Mike X. Mike says, hey, Maggie and Al, insert all the G I love your so- show stuff here. All right, I will. 
Thank you. You both do quality work and is much appreciated. Since you, uh, let's see. Uh, is there anything you would have done differently with the Superman show if you'd been in charge? I mean, I would have put more Superman in it. Yeah. That's the main thing. Yep. That last season seemed to sort of drift into other people, and mm-hmm. I like those characters, but it's the Superman show, man. A lot, lot, lot of backdoor pilots, it felt like. Yeah. Um, You know, more Lois. Yeah, I mean, we said a lot of that. Yeah, we've been pretty clear on most of this. Like, But I think I think the, the shift away from Superman, honestly, I was thinking about this when we answered another question and we kind of wandered away, which mm-hmm. is what we do. Um, But I was thinking, like, I wouldn't have minded a little more flashbacks to Krypton or something like I somebody said they find I think it was Brian when we did the uh one of the bonus episodes Mm -hmm. said like he was bored with Krypton but I'm not I'd like to see what they think it was like there you know what I mean like I the thing one of the things I like about Krypton uh is the sil the the Silver Age take on it which is that it is like a combination of this wonderful utopia, like this wonderful sterile utopia, but also it's like every adventure thing that ever has happened there. Like yeah, there's like I, I dragons and shit. I know what you're talking about because isn't doesn't he go in there with people and like have Robin Hood adventures or something? Yeah, something like that. There's mm. the, the there's nothing more sixties uh Superman than Come on, Lois. I have to become the Robin Hood of Krypton. That's what I mean. He shrinks himself down and goes into Candor to become That's right, yeah. like whatever, you know, King Arthur or whatever, mm-hmm. like whatever like historical earth thing exactly except on Krypton. And also my head is a gorilla. Yeah, well. That'll Not a happen. gorilla head like No, no, no. <laughs> a whole gorilla coming uh-huh. out of his neck. Mhm. Oh, what a great image. <laughs> Uh, well, Mike, if I would have done anything differently with the Superman show, it would have been Superman's head into a gorilla. <laughs> uh, and then Lois tries to marry the gorilla. Uh, <laughs> could only marry my gorilla head in Gorilla City, Lois. Mm, obviously. It's not legal anywhere else yet. It's the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just marry my next choice, Superman. The devil. Mm. Oh, well, hey, there's something I would have done differently. If the devil exists in DC, uh, the DCAU, I want to meet him. Mm-hmm. Who is he voiced by? What does he look like? Uh, I would have the devil in the DCU be voiced by Tim Curry. Because mm. right. I feel like we owe him from not getting to be the Joker. Eh. Uh, and it would I'm just, not... It, Go ahead. It would basically just be a guy in uh, in a red onesie with uh, horns and a tail. So it would be his character from Legend, then? Yeah, basically. Okay. No, it would be like John Lovitz is the devil. Hmm. My stupid baby brother would have been born with horns and a tail. I'm evil. <laughs> uh, Mike goes on to say, are there any guest stars you would have enjoyed pairing Superman with? I think Phantom Stranger would have been fun to see, but I'm probably in the minority. Which one's Phantom Stranger? Phantom Stranger is the guy in the tux from, uh, uh, I know him best from Swamp Thing, but I mean, like, he's been in a ton of stuff. Does he mean um, Gentleman Ghost? No, no, no. Uh, hang on. See if I can find a photo of the Phantom Stranger for you. I mean, that's not going to help the listeners, though. No, that's true. I need Phan- you, I need you to explain it to me verbally so that we can share. He's like a weird magic guy who just sort of shows up sometimes to help people out, but mostly he just talks cryptidly. Uh, we got one of those already. Mm-hmm. We got like three of those already. The, the signs have become apparent that we need to do something about Blech. this upcoming crisis. Mm. Yeah, Mike, you might be in the minority here. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Maggie. Maybe Maggie wants to see him, but... uh. Eh. I wouldn't have minded a Brave and the Bold take where, like, if you're going to do Superman team-ups, you do them with sort of the lesser, like, the, the lower tier guys. Mm-hmm. I think if they knew they were doing Justice League, 
like, okay, you're going to get your Martian Manhunter, your Wonder Woman, and yeah. so forth. So why don't we use this show to start teaming Superman up with guys we're probably never going to do on that show? You know, yeah. that, that could have been fun. I would have loved, I was just thinking about this when we were talking earlier, I would have loved uh, Captain Marvel on this show. Mm-hmm. I always liked that dynamic. Well, he'll be in JLU. Yes. We get an excellent Superman versus... Uh... Oh, God, that's right. So you'll get your wish. All right, fuck it. You know who I want to see on this? Because I know he's not in anything except for a yes. background shot. Fucking yes. Blue Devil. I, Blue Devil, your favorite character. My favorite fucking character, Blue Devil. Yeah. Um, Mike says, without a recent or possibly ever viewing of Batman Beyond, what sort of things do you look forward to from that? Please don't say Egg Baby. I like the Egg Baby, Egg Baby episode. I don't know what to tell you. It is a, like, teen drama-ass fucking, like, every sitcom and and sort of, like, teen soap like your 90210 type mm-hmm. things had an egg baby episode they did one with a tiny bit of a sci-fi twist and i think it worked so mm-hmm. i don't know man like i we have reached that point that i get to every now and then where it's like i don't dislike superman but i was getting a little burned out on it and this week i'm excited to get i'm like i get to watch batman beyond this week yeah because that pilot that first two two-parter is outstanding mm-hmm. that no, moment where Bruce, like, that forces Bruce to retire. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. No, I'm stoked. I've seen a few episodes of Batman Beyond, but what I mostly know is the uh, the animated movie, and I am so ready to do this, you know? I mean, you know from me, but I think you knew this before, There's a, they, they work a ton of Marvel analogs in yeah. during this period. Yeah, and I am so, also down for that, because I like Marvel comics. The thing is, we will follow up with a number of Bruce's guys, Terry also gets his own unique guys, and mm-hmm. then also we'll get some of this Marvel stuff. So we get a yeah. little bit of everything. It's great. What I like is they don't hit the Bruce's old guys. Like, I can remember who they are, and I think there's, not counting the Joker one, and there might be three mm-hmm. out of, like, 50-some episodes. I think, and I might have the number wrong, but it's it's a very small number. Yeah. But mostly it's, they create whole new villains from from whole cloth like they don't draw from anyone else in the dc universe they'd make new guys for yeah and okay they're obviously influenced by by previous comics and by marvel stuff and everything else that's how that's how this stuff works that's how comic superhero comics have worked from the beginning did i tell you that x-men ripped off uh doom patrol i think i heard that somewhere yeah yeah people are saying that Mm -hmm. but um i like he's got i was thinking about this like he's got really good villains bearing in mind that like Superman's ended up kind of sucking once you get past, like, even allowing that you like Darkseid. You mm-hmm. got Darkseid, you got Lex. Um, then what? I mean, you know, I like Brainiac, but like you're oh, I, and Brainiac, I, I, Brainiac, you're, yes, you're yes, not yes, yes. wrong. Like Brainiac not is a whole the, lot of guys is the third good one, and then you got some idiots who we like but are not great villains, mm-hmm. and then you got some sad sympathetic ones who are nice but they're not. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like he's just got some psycho assholes, like mm-hmm. like Ink. And uh, shriek and like, there's some there's some good Blight. stuff coming. What's that? Blight. Oh, blight. Yeah, I guess they're all one syllable guys. I like the design on that. Guy. That's not surprising for uh, the time period that uh, yeah, Batman that's Beyond fine. was made. That's fine. Yeah, it, a lot of it doesn't come off as like you know edgy extreme mm-hmm. '90s edge lord. So because we'll talk about this more when we get to it. It's very much the cyberpunk future of the '80s, which yeah. helps. That helps give it the timeless feeling that like Batman had. Mm-hmm. Um. It seems like just, you know, like, we'll get into this, too. Like, it seems like a natural evolution from yeah, it does. weird 40s uh, Yeah, it's, Batman, it's the future you know? of the 80s. Yeah. Like, the first episode has some, like, just straight-up shots stolen from Akira. Like, yep, yep. It is the future of the 80s. Um, 
but yeah, Blight in particular is like the uh, Norman Osborn to his mm-hmm. Peter Parker. So like that's a, that's also a very Marvel like. It's good. Yeah. No, I'm very excited. Yeah. Okay. This one comes from YouTube, and it says we are updating our terms of service. <laughs> Thanks, YouTube. Uh huh. Uh, this one is from Flonk. Hi, Flonk. Flonk says, "Dear Alan, Maggie, how come Batman doesn't dance anymore?" <laughs> Uh, the more important question excellent, is... Excellent question. How come Coach Z doesn't dance anymore? <laughs> you got to give him a chance to do a hip-hop dance. Oh, right. That That is true. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have an answer to that, or do you want to move on? How come Batman doesn't dance anymore? Correct. He will sing to a pig. Yeah, like... <laughs> we got that to look forward to. Look, I'm not going to lie. I would like to see Batman dance again. Uh, not, not Kevin Conroy Batman. My wife just walked in the room and started doing the Batusi, so, you know, that's ah, why good. we're in love. Mm-hmm. Okay, this one comes from Lise. Hi, Lise. Lise says, not a terribly original question, but Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that movie and the DCEU in general? Okay. Have you um, seen? What What have you seen from the DC uh Not a lot. Uh, okay. I haven't seen Man of Steel. I watched mm-hmm. the first... I watched the uh, first chunk of it, and then I got so bored, I stopped watching. Same. I did Batman v Superman for Brian's podcast. Uh, Excuse me, Batman v Superman: Dawn Don, of colon, Justice. Dawn of Justice. Yes. Uh, I watched that for uh, for Brian's podcast uh, last year. Uh, I did a commentary track for it, and I hated it. And you can tell I hated it because every fifteen minutes I would go, "Guys, I fucking hate watching this." Yeah, that's that is much better than when I watched it and said that about every fifteen seconds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Tilo, I was uh, also trying to make jokes, so you know. Well, yeah, of course. Uh, Tilo, uh, we got in this weird game of chicken where she was like making me watch DC movies every time she came to visit, and mm-hmm. once it was fine. The, the first Suicide Squad movie was not good, but it wasn't yeah. like aggressively, offensively bad. Mm-hmm. And then somehow we got to this, and it it was. Yeah. Everything about it was just miserable, and we watched the fucking like extended director's cut. Mm-hmm. Ugh. <sighs> Just the worst. That was the thing. Like, we were trying to figure out, it's like, are we doing the director's cut or not? I'm like, I'm not paying to watch yeah. three a three-hour cut of this movie. I'm sorry. There is a uh, riff tracks mm-hmm. of this movie that is like an all-star lineup of, mm-hmm. it's it's Kevin, Bill, and Trace, like the guys from MST, and then it's also Mary Jo and Bridget from MST, Ooh. and then they also got Trace and Frank from MST. And I think two other people unrelated. That's impressive. So they actually got like the M- the the MST Justice League. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And and I, yet so that might get me to watch that movie because uh-huh. that is a comedy team that I'm very interested in. I yeah, I saw one. I liked Wonder Woman. Yeah, the first Wonder Woman I liked. The second one I did not. Yeah, I haven't seen the second one yet. I was very disappointed in that. Yeah, and kind I of think a murky that's it. mess. I like. I know you. Uh, I, I assume you've seen the uh, the James Gunn Suicide Squad. Yes, no? I saw the new. I saw the Suicide Squad. Uh, was that any I good? really liked that. That was a lot of fun. I liked Birds of Prey tremendously. Yes, I, I did. I also like really like Birds of Prey. That might be the only one. Like that and Wonder Woman are the only ones I think I've liked. But I mean, like, yeah, did I, you see I, Aquaman? Did no, see, I want. Um... I want to see Aquaman, but I haven't okay. gotten around to it yet. I can't think of his name now. The, the uh, Jason Momoa. Yeah, but I just Hot like like the Zack Snyder stuff left such a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. And Excuse me, visionary director Zack. The visionary director Zack Snyder's yeah. uh, stuff left such a bad taste in my mouth, and then mm-hmm. his legion of fans left an even worse oh, taste yeah. in my mouth. I hate 
that they complained and got what they wanted because that is such an ugly precedent. Oh, yeah, that makes me so mad because what happened? We roll right into the, okay, we'll now do release the uh, whatever the fucking Suicide Squad cut was. It's like, yeah. you can't just have this forever. No. I also I also hate that once that fucking uh, Justice League movie came out, now it's like, okay, well, you gave us this. Now we want the entire, like, universe that Zack Snyder said he was creating, you know? <sighs> like, one thing that I'm actually liking about the DC stuff now, not enough to watch any of them, but I think it's a nice direction, is that they're spreading out into doing different things, you know? Like, it yeah. doesn't have to be this this one universe, like, you can have, like, a Joker movie I don't want to watch and an Aquaman movie that I haven't watched yet. No, but I, I do think that's a good idea, is, like, just just don't try to copy Marvel's model of everything's related and all these people know each other. Just mm -hmm. make it, like, embrace the multiverse thing yeah. and everything doesn't have to exist in the same world, but make all the movies you want, but don't worry about the interrelated bullshit, you know? Yeah, like, I found out super recently that the uh, Zack Snyder Justice League... Uh, meant that the uh, New Gods movie they were making got canceled. And, uh. like, I hate that crap. I hate that, like, we are losing new ideas for the same crap that has already, that is already bad, you know? Yeah, put aside, put aside our personal opinions of, of visionary director Zack Snyder. Mm -hmm. Like, no one person should have the single vision for something like that. It yeah. should be a whole... Like, think about the early parts of the Marvel Universe. Mm -hmm. they, they've kind of fallen into what I think is kind of a samey thing now. Yeah, but you're not wrong. Early on, you had a movie by... Um, oh, God, what's his name? John Favreau. Mm -hmm. And you had Kenneth Branagh. Yep. And you had... Um, who did the other one? Uh, I forget who the guy who did Captain America, but it was... That's who I'm thinking. Director. Joe Johnston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are all extremely different, and mm -hmm. we know now that he's a piece of shit, but at the time, Joss Whedon, we were, we, we enjoyed yeah. him. He he brought something very different, and he did the first big, successful superhero mm -hmm. team movie, like which somehow felt like it belonged in all those different worlds, but also was its own different thing. Like, well, it's, it's good to give different voices to make your universe feel mm -hmm. more like a universe and less like sequels, you know? Well, and like... One of the things that I, that I don't like about Marvel as it's gone on is that they've gotten more, like, uh, like they're less willing to sort of take a chance on new stuff. It's like why we lost, like, an Edgar Wright-directed Ant-Man, which I really yeah, wanted and to I see. Th you know? I, think, I think Taika Waititi doing a Thor movie is about the only thing we've seen in the last five, ten years yeah. along those lines. And I didn't completely love everything about that, but mm -hmm. that was, it, it was objectively great. Yes, I, the problem was the parts that I loved were only about half of it, and then we'd cut back to the mustache-twirling villain. Yeah, I didn't care exactly, about that. yeah. Like, I want more of the weird Thor adventures on another planet. Yeah, like, I loved that. But then the the, the pointy, grimdark villain that mm -hmm. we've seen Butchering in three movies already friends, like... was just boring. Yeah, that was just... It might as well have been Chris Eccleston in the last one. You know, mm -hmm. like, it was nothing. Yeah. But the, the other shit was great. And mm -hmm. that guy is a good choice to do some... He's a nerd, but he's also funny. Yeah. But he's also got an artistic vision. Like, that's the perfect Venn diagram mm -hmm. overlap of all the things you want. Yeah. But apart from that, I can't think of one that's had a a strong enough different vision that's gotten me... Like, I haven't watched them in a long time, let's sure. be clear. But none of them have lured me in, because I don't... I just don't care that much. Yeah. They, like, they... I, I am a big fan... I haven't seen Eternals yet, but, like... Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I've seen basically every single one of them in the theater, and, like... You know, they're all, it's, it's, they're always fine. You know, well, it's Disney. It, Disney has a, like Disney from the beginning, they kind of invented the concept of sort of like, this is our brand. You know what to expect. Yeah, exactly. 
that was their i'm sure their plan all along but mm-hmm. you know the work suffers for it a little bit yeah yeah but there's still a lot of good stuff out there i mean mm-hmm. the the tv shows are mostly like i don't know i feel like the uh uh wandavision mm-hmm. had a strong pov that kind of got lost when they were started trying to fold it into the rest of it yeah in and of itself the sort of fantasy world that it created was amazing and then Mm -hmm. when it expanded out to the rest of the marvel universe i didn't care but like but like those early episodes when it's like what the fuck is happening so good yeah and then i kind of felt like they were insulting my intelligence a little bit but that that, not everyone felt that way yeah but it and it was different and hawkeye is different again Mm -hmm. so far i'm enjoying that been really enjoying that first two episodes were great I, I said this to you the other day. I, I like it best when they're trying to be funny. Yep. Like, when it starts getting just, like, fight scenes and stuff, I'm not that into it. But, yeah. like, when it's these are funny characters, I'm delighted. When they're casting on uh, Kate Bishop is, was oh, look, very Oh, look, Haley Stanfeld can do no wrong yeah, for me. Yeah, like. She, since True Grit. Yeah. She's just been, and I know you don't, you're not always great at spotting actors, so you might not remember that that's the little girl from True Grit. I, I know that is. now, but only because someone told me. Ah, Yes. I think you, like, and this is not a goof. I mm-hmm. think you may have, like, mild face blindness or uh, something. Like you're probably right. Yeah. Which, I'm, like, realizing this, I'm going to stop, like, making fun of you for it. Because mm-hmm. it feels like, oh, you just can't, like, it's not that you don't give a fuck or that mm-hmm. you're lazy. It's that you seriously can't tell. So Yeah. It's I gotten real not. bad, what with uh, uh, people wearing face masks now. It's like, I gotta go on uh, hair colors and hats. Oh, yeah. That's rough. Yeah. See, for me, it's voices. I don't know that I look at faces a lot either, but I, I'm very good recognizing voices. So. Yeah, we just hired a shit ton of new people in for the Christmas rush. I don't mm-hmm. know any of you people. New I'm guy sorry. one, new guy two. Uh-huh. Why don't you wear numbers on your mask? How yeah, about please. That? Yeah. Uh, Lise also says, who would win in a fight? These uh, Let's do these rapid fire. Joker right. versus Luthor. Uh, probably Luthor. Yeah, absolutely. Catman, Catwoman versus Lois. Lois. Oh, no question. Yeah. Batman's computers versus Superman's computers. See, there you're dealing with, like, Batman's definitely got the state of the art on Earth, but mm-hmm. Superman's got sh- stuff from Krypton, so... Probably, it's probably Superman's computers, right? Like... Mm-hmm. I would think so, but also Superman being, as Devlin pointed out, sort of like a after-the-fact, like, doesn't know a lot about his culture, only sort of through second source, second-hand sources, mm-hmm. maybe doesn't have the instructions for that computer. <laughs> Or doesn't know how to read Kryptonian. Uh-huh. Or, you know, like, he might be missing some fundamental, like, the computers might be better. Also, those computers are Brainiac. He might have had to rip them all out. Well, so Batman's computers also have Brainiac in them at this point, so. Oh, yeah. Anytime we need to bring Brainiac back, he's hiding mm-hmm. wherever you want him to be. He's in I, every computer. I think that fight ends in a draw, because all of the computers just have Brainiac in them. Yep. Hello, Kal-El. Hello, <laughs> Bruce Wayne. Wait, no, he didn't know it was Bruce Wayne for oh, some Bruce reason. Bruce Wayne disguised as Kal-El. Uh-huh. Why are you dressed as Batman? <laughs> uh, this one's from Flonk. Hi, Flonk. I don't know if we've heard from him in five minutes. <laughs> Dearest Alan Mag, this is the Watcher. He can see everything. Mm-hmm. Why can't he see why kids love Cinnamon Toast Crunch? <laughs> uh, our Google recommended answers to this are love it, exclamation point, mm-hmm. ha ha, exclamation point, and that's funny, exclamation point. Ha ha, it shall be. Google, none of those apply. Flonk, you're so random. Uh-huh. Oh, so random. Uh Oh, and this one is from Tilo. Hi, Tilo. Who just uh, was at my home this morning and Yay. got on a plane, and I'm sad about that. Aw. Missy Tilo. Yeah. Says, hi, Alan Maggie. If you could change one thing about Superman the Animated Series, what would it be? I feel like we've we've touched on this yeah. however 
each we've we've answered it once or twice, but we've had a different answer each time. Mm-hmm. So we could talk about this again. Yeah. What do I you mean, think? More Lois. Uh, yeah. Um. Let's see what else. Uh, I would have liked the animation a little better as we went along. Instead I mean, of, I understand uh, why good. certain corners were cut. You know, if I could change anything about it, yeah, let's make it look a little better. I guess so. I liked I liked the way it looked. Also, mm. I understand you're holding it to the standard of early Batman, but I think you're going to have to get used to this. I will. This get is used about to how good things. Well, this is about how good things are going to be through Batman Beyond mm-hmm. Justice League and so forth, uh, with a little dip, unfortunately, for static. Sure. So, well, like, I'm not saying don't keep complaining because that's our show. Mm-hmm. I am saying that's probably what it's going to be like. Brace yourself. Uh huh. Because that's what you're in for. All right. That's just how it goes. Uh, look, if I can do anything, I'm going to make it look slightly better. That's fair. Get like that team that was working on the earliest parts mm-hmm. of Batman when they had more money than God to yeah, man. to do it, I guess. That would have been good. Just All go right. full on, make it look, uh, just go full on uh, classic Fleischer making, uh, looking. Oh, like the, the rotoscope? Yeah. Like just painted over real people? Yep. Okay. That's fair. That'd look cool. It would. Uh, I worry that early CG integration would sort of impede on that being when it happened and mm. it would look real messy now. But yeah, you could be right. You know. Okay. Last email. All right. Comes from another Richard. This is the Richard who has been with us since Pa and has written us many songs. Hi, Richard. And has written us a new song. Ooh. Yeah. I've been watching the show along with the podcast and I've really enjoyed it. I don't have a song to, to go along with Superman. Something about Beppo and the giant monkey would have been good. Instead, I have a song that came from having a rather disturbing conversation with some eight-year-olds after singing a Thanksgiving song. All right. Won't you help rid this scourge from our nation's youths, Richard? You can eat a pig with a curly tail. If you live in France, you can eat a snail. Swallow a trout with a fava bean. But you never take a bite from a human being. Kids don't do cannibal. Who kids don't do cannibal? Who kids don't do cannibal? Friends don't feed on friends. If you live in a belfry, you can eat a bat. A pirate in the doldrums can eat a rat. Lots of hosers eating plates of poutine, but you never ever snack on a human being. Who kids don't Cannibal, cool kids don't do cannibal. Cool kids don't do cannibal. Friends don't feed on friends. Okay, Richard. So that has absolutely nothing to do with what we do, but it was still a complete delight. That was a de- that was wonderful. It was. Uh-huh. It, that sounded like it came off a children's record that I would have myself listened to in the late seventies, early eighties. Yep, like one of the ones that I I owned. Yep, some real was- Raffy or possibly the Count stuff right there. Mm, earlier than I think I I don't think Raffy was a thing when I was little if mm. he was I didn't I didn't listen to him but um yeah don't mm. cannibal yeah that's bad do your best not to eat anybody <laughs> mm-hmm don't don't shiv mm-hmm I don't know why I said that uh so that's all the mail we have any, yeah any other final thoughts any other things you want to say or uh, do I think that's everything very well well we as ever appreciate your your listenership mm-hmm. your patronage uh, your your attention your support um 
I, I particularly would like to say thanks to everyone who, who wrote in to, uh, to uh, be supportive of Maggie. Yeah, I was, I really was legit that, concerned. I was legit concerned. I would look, cause I see the mail mm-hmm. before you do. Obviously yes. I'm the one reading it. I, I have the account. You have the password, but I have the account. And I was worried I might have to do a little, um, um, uh, screening first mm-hmm. that I'd have to like get rid of some hurtful comments and there was nothing in there. You, you guys have been great about yeah, this. That's, and that's and just awesome to hear. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah, who knows? People out there are shitty sometimes. Yeah. Not our people though. No. Our people are great and we appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So next week we will be back with the two part, uh, Batman beyond premiere rebirth. Yep. Super excited for that. So, uh, that's all for this time. Yeah. See ya folks. Twala. <laughs> For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2021. Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.